Section 38 of the Natural History, Volume 7. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christine Rotger. September 9, 2021, Western Massachusetts. The Natural History, Volume 7, by Pliny the Elder. Translated by John Bostock and Henry Thomas Riley. Section 38. Book 37, Chapters 51-62 to 62. Chapter 51, Serania, Four Varieties of It Among the white stones also there is one known as Serania, which absorbs the brilliancy of the stars. It is of crystalline formation of a lustrous azure color, and is a native of Carmania. Xenothemus admits that it is white, but asserts that it has a figure of a blazing star within. Some of them, he says, are dull, in which case it is the custom to steep them for some days in a mixture of nitre and vinegar, at the end of which period the star makes its appearance, but gradually dies away by the end of as many months. Sotakis mentions also two other varieties of Serania one black and the other red, and he says that they resemble axes in shape. Those which are black and round, he says, are looked upon as sacred, and by their assistance cities and fleets are attacked and taken. The name given to them is Baetili, those of an elongated form being known as Serane. They make out also that there is another kind, rarely to be met with, and much in request for the practices of magic, it never being found in any place but one that has been struck by lightning. Chapter 52, Iris, two varieties of it. The next name mentioned by these authors is that of the stone called Iris, which is found in a fossil state in a certain island of the Red Sea, 40 miles distant from the city of Berenice. It is partly composed of crystal, and hence it is that some have called it root of crystal. It takes its name, Iris, from the properties which it possesses, for when struck by the rays of the sun in a covered spot, it projects upon the nearest wall the form of diversified colors of the rainbow, continually changing its tints and exciting admiration by the great variety of colors which it presents. That it is hexahedral in form, like crystal, is generally agreed, but some say that it is rough on the sides and of unequal angles, and that, when exposed to a full sun, it disperses the rays that are thrown upon it, while at the same time, by throwing out a certain brightness before it, it illumines all objects that may happen to be adjacent. The stone, however, as already stated, only presents these colors when under cover, not as though they were in the body of the stone itself, but to all appearances as if they were a result of the reflected light upon the surface of the wall. The best kind is the one that produces the largest iris, with the closest resemblance to the rainbow. Iritis is the name of another stone, similar to the last in all other respects, but remarkable for its extreme hardness. Horace says in his writings that this stone calcined and titrated is a remedy for the bite of the echinumen, and that it is a native of Persia. Chapter 53, Larus. The stone called Larus is similar in appearance, but does not produce the same effects. It is a crystal with streaks of white and black running across it. Chapter 54, Ake, the several varieties of it, 
acapas, the remedies derived from it, alabastritis, the remedies derived from it, alectoria, androdamus, argyrodamus, antipathies, arabica, aromatitis, asbestus, aspisatis, atizo, agitis, amphidanes or chrysolicola, aphrodisiaca, apisticus, apsictus, egyptilia. Having now described the principal precious stones classified according to their respective colors, I shall proceed to mention the rest of them in their alphabetical order. Achates was a stone formerly in high esteem, but now held in none. It was first found in Sicily near a river of that name, but has since been discovered in numerous other localities. In size it exceeds any other stones of this class, and the varieties of it are numerous, the name varying accordingly. Thus, for example, we have Iaspacate, Suracates, Smaragdacates, Hemacates, Leucacates, Dendracates, marked with the small shrubs, as it were, Antacates, which when burnt has a smell like that of myrrh, and Corolacates, spotted all over like sapphiros with drops of gold, and commonly found in Crete, where it is also known as sacred achates. This last, it is thought, is good for wounds inflicted by spiders and scorpions, a property which I could really believe to belong to the stones of Sicily, for the moment they breathe the air of the province, scorpions lose their venom. The stones, too, that are found in India are possessed of similar properties, and of other great and marvelous properties as well, for they present the appearance in them of rivers, woods, beasts of burden, and forms even like ivy and the trappings of horses. Medical men, too, make grinding homes of these stones, and indeed the very sight of them is beneficial for the eyes held in the mouth they allay thirst. Those found in Phrygia have no green in them, and those of Thebes in Egypt are destitute of red and white veins. These last are good as counterpoison to the venom of the scorpion, and the stones of Cyprus are held in similar repute. Some persons set the highest value upon these stones, which present a transparency like that of glass, in the vicinity of Mount Eta, upon Mount Parnassus, in the Isle of Lesbos, in Messine, where they resemble the flowers that grow in the hedges and at Rhodes. The magicians make other distinctions in reference to these stones. Those, they tell us, which have spots upon them like the spots on the lion's skin, are efficacious as protection against scorpions, and in Persia, they say, these stones are used by way of fumigation for arresting tempests and hurricanes and for stopping the course of rivers. The proof of their efficacy being their turning the water cold if thrown into a boiling cauldron. To be duly efficacious, they must be attached to the body with hairs from the lion's mane. The hair, however, of the hyena is held in abomination for this purpose as being a promoter of discord in families. The stone that is of an uniform color renders athletes invincible, they say. The way of testing it is to throw it, along with the coloring matter, into a pot full of oil, after being kept for a couple hours gently on the boil. If genuine, it will impart a uniform color of vermilion to the mixture. Aepos is a stone like nitre in appearance, porous and starred with drops of gold. 
gently boiled with oil and applied as an unguent. It relieves lassitude if we choose to believe it. Alabastritus is a stone which comes from alabastron in Egypt and Damascus in Syria. It is of a white color spotted with various other tints. Cleaned with fossil salt and pulverized, it is a cure for affections of the mouth and teeth, it is said. Electoria is the name given to a stone that is found in the crop of poultry, like crystal in appearance and about as large as a bean in size. Milo of Cortona, some will have it, was thought to be in the habit of carrying this stone about him, a thing that rendered him invincible in his athletic contests. Andrew Damas has the shining color of silver, like Adamas. It is always quadrangular, like small cubes in shape. The magicians are of the opinion that it was thus named from the fact that it subdues anger and violence in man. Whether Argyrodamus is the same stone or not, authors do not inform us. Antipathes is a black stone and not transparent. The mode of testing it is by boiling it in milk, to which, if genuine, it imparts a color like that of myrrh. A person might probably expect to find some extraordinary virtues in the stone, seeing that among so many other substances possessed of antithetic properties, it is the only one that bears this name. The magicians will have it that it possesses the power of counteracting fascinations. Arabica is a stone which closely resembles ivory in appearance, and indeed might easily be taken for it, were it not for its superior hardness. Persons who have this stone about them, it is thought, will experience a cure of diseases of the sinews. Aromatitis, too, is a stone that is found in Arabia, as also in the vicinity of Piray in Egypt. It is always full of small stones, and, like myrrh in color and smell, a thing that makes it much in request with ladies of rank. Asbestos is found in the mountains of Arcadia and is of an iron color. Democritus informs us that Aspisatus is a native of Arabia, that it is of a fiery color, and that patients should wear it attached to the body with camel's dung. He says, too, that it is found in the nests of certain birds in Arabia. Same writer also mentions another stone of this name that is found in Lucupatera in the same country of a silver color, radiant, and an excellent preservative against delirium. In India, he says, and on Mount Aksidane in Persia, there is a stone found that is known as Atizo of a silver luster, three fingers in length, like a lentil in shape, possessed of a pleasant smell and considered necessary by the Magi at the consecration of a king. Ajetis is thought by many to be identical with Kalena. Amphidanes, which is also known as chrysocolla, is a stone found in that part of India where the ants throw up gold, and in it there are certain square pieces, like gold in appearance. The nature of this stone, it is asserted, is similar to that of the magnet, in addition to which it is said to have the property of increasing gold. Aphrodisia is a stone of a reddish-white color. Apsictus, when heated by the fire, retains the warmth so long as seven days. It is black and ponderous and is streaked with red veins. It is good, too, it is thought, as a preservative against cold. 
According to Iacus, Egyptilia is a kind of white and black sarda intersected with veins, but the stone commonly known by that name is black at the lower part and azure on the surface. It takes its name from the country that produces it. Chapter 55. Balanites, Batrachitis, Baptis, Belioculus, Bellus, Baroptinus, or Barup, Botrytis, Bostricitis, Bucadia, Brontia, Bolos. Of Balanites, there are two kinds, the one of a greenish hue and the other like Corinthian bronze in appearance. The former comes from Coptus and the latter from Troglodicta. They are both of them intersected by a flame-like vein, which runs through the middle. Coptus, too, sends us Bactrichitis, one kind of which is like a frog in color. Another has the tint of ebony, and a third is blackish, inclining to red. Batis is a soft stone and of a most excellent smell. Belioculus is a stone of a whitish hue surrounding a black pupil in the middle, which shines amid a luster like that of gold. This stone, in consequence of its singular beauty, has been consecrated to the deity held in the highest veneration by the people of Assyria. According to Democritus, there is also a stone called Belus and found in Arbella. It is about the size of a walnut and looks like glass. Baroptinus, or Baripe, is black and covered with knots of white and blood-red color. The use of it as an amulet is avoided, as being apt to produce monstrosities. Botryitis is sometimes black and sometimes purple-red, and resembles a bunch of grapes in form when making its first appearance. Zoroaster says that Bostrichitis is a stone which is more like the hair of females than anything else. Bucardia resembles an ox heart in appearance and is only found in Babylon. Brontia is a stone like the head of a tortoise, which falls with thunder, it is supposed. If, too, we are to believe what is said, it has the property of quenching the fire in objects that have been struck by lightning. Bolos is the name of a stone found in Iberia, similar to a clod of earth in appearance. Chapter 56 Cadmitis, Calais, Capnitis, Cappadocia, Caleca, Catochitis, Catopritis, Septitis, or Sepolatitis, Ceramitis, Cynadia, Ceritis, Circos, Corsoidis, Coraloace, Corallis, Crateritis, Crocalis, Saitis, Calocophonos, Chelidonia, Chelionia, Chelonitis, Chloritis, Coaspitis, Chrysolampis, Chrysopis, Seponides. Cognitis differs only from the stone that is known as Austracitis in being sometimes surrounded with blisters of an azure color. Calais is like sapphiros in color, only that it is paler and more closely resembles the tint of the water near the seashore in appearance. Capnitis, in the opinion of some, is a peculiar species of stone. It is covered with numerous spiral streaks of a smoky color, as already stated in the appropriate place. Cappadocia is a native of Phrygia and resembles ivory in appearance.
Kalikya is the name given to a stone like a clouded kalina. A number of them are always found united, it is said. Ketokaitis is a stone found in Corsia, of larger size than the other precious stones, and of a more wonderful nature, if the story is true, that it retains the hand like gum when placed upon it. Capotritis is found in Cappadocia, and from its whiteness reflects figures like a mirror. Sepitis or Sepolatitis, is a white stone with veins upon it uniting together. Ceramitis has a color like that of earthenware. Cenadia is a stone found in the brain of a fish of a corresponding nature. It is white and oblong and possessed of marvelous virtues if we are to put faith in what is said that it announces beforehand whether the sea will be tranquil or stormy. Ceritis is a stone like wax. Circos resembles the plumage of a hawk. Corosoides is like white hair in appearance. Coralloacates is very similar to coral, marked with drops of gold, and Corallus, a native of India and Syene, resembles minium in appearance. Craterritis is in color a medium between chrysolithus and amber and is remarkable for its hardness. Cocalis is a gem like the cherry in its tints. Saitis is a stone found in the vicinity of Koptos. It is white and to all appearances has an embryo stone within, the rattling of which may be heard on shaking it. Chalcophonos is a black stone, but when struck it clinks like brass. Tragic actors are recommended to carry it about them. Of Chelidonia there are two varieties, both resembling the swallow in color. One of them is purple on one side, and the other is purple besprinkled with black spots. Chelonia is the eye of the Indian tortoise, and is the most marvelous of all the stones if we believe the lying stories told by the magicians. For according to them, this stone, placed upon the tongue after rinsing the mouth with honey, will ensure power of divination, if this is done at full moon or new moon, for one whole day. If, however, this plan is adopted while the moon is on the increase, the power of divination will be acquired before sunrise only, and if upon other days, from the first hour to the sixth. Chilonitis, too, is a stone that resembles the tortoise in appearance, and many virtues of which are talked of for calming storms and tempests. As to the one that has all the appearance of being sprinkled with spots of gold, if thrown with a scarabaeus into boiling water, it will raise a tempest, they say. Chloritis is a stone of grass-green color. According to the magicians, it is found in the crop of the motacilla, being engendered with the bird. They recommend that it should be set in iron for the purpose of working certain potentious marvels, which they promise as usual. Quaspitis is a stone so-called from the river Quaspus, of a brilliant golden color mixed with green. Chrysolampus is a native of Ethiopia and is pale by day, but of a fiery luster at night. Chrysalpis has all the appearance of gold. Seponides is found at Atarna, a borough and once a city of Aeolus. It is transparent, presents numerous tints, and has sometimes the appearance of glass, sometimes of crystal, sometimes of iaspis. 
Indeed, the stones of this kind that are tarnished even are possessed of such singular brilliancy as to reflect objects like a mirror. Chapter 57. Daphnia Diadochus Diphes Dionysius Draconitus. Daphnia is mentioned by Zoroaster as curative of epilepsy. Diadochus is a stone that resembles the barrel. Of defies, there are two kinds, the white and the black, male and female, with a line dividing the characteristics of either sex. Dionysius is hard and black and covered with red spots. Titrated in water, this stone imparts to it the flavor of wine, and it is generally thought to be a preservative against intoxication. Draconitis, or Dracontia, is a stone produced from the brain of the dragon. But unless the head of the animal is cut off while it is alive, the stone will not assume the form of a gem through spite on the part of the serpent when finding itself at the point of death. Hence it is that, for this purpose, the head is cut off when it is asleep. Sotakis, who tells us that he once saw a stone of this kind in the possession of a king, says that persons go in search of it in a chariot drawn by two horses, and that the moment they see the serpent, they strew narcotic drugs in its way, and then cut off its head when asleep. According to him, this stone is white and pellucid, and admits of no polishing or engraving. Chapter 58. Encardia, or Ariste, Anorchis. Exebinus, Eritalis, Erotylos, Amphicomos, or Hieromnemon, Eumechus, Eumithris, Eupetalos, Ureos, Eurotias, Eusebes, Epimolus. The stone Anerdia is also called Ariste. There are three varieties of it, one of a black color, with a figure in relief upon it like a heart a second of a green color and like a heart in shape, and a third with a black heart upon it, the rest of the stone being white. Anorahis is a white stone, the fragments of which, when it is split asunder, resemble the testes in shape. Xebenis, Zoroaster tells us, is a white handsome stone employed by goldsmiths for polishing gold. Erythalis, though a white stone, assumes a red hue when viewed at an inclined angle. Erotolus, also known as Amphicomos and Hieromnemon, is highly praised by Democritus for its use in the art of divination. Eumis is a stone of Biatriana. Like Silex in appearance, placed beneath the head, it produces visions in the night of an oracular description. Eumithris is called by the Assyrians Gem of Belus, the most sacred of all their gods. It is of a leek green color and greatly in request for superstitious purposes. Epitalus is a stone that has four different tints, azure, fiery, vermilion, and apple color. Ureos is similar to an olive stone in form, streaked like a shell, and moderately white. Eurotius has all the appearance of concealing its black color beneath a coat of mold. Eusebius is the stone, it is said, of which the seat was made in the temple of Hercules at Tyrus, from which the pious only could raise themselves without difficulty. Epimolus is a white gem, with a black hue reflected from its surface. Chapter 59. Galaxius Galactitis Lugogia 
Leucographites or Cynophites, Galatia, Gassinade, Glossopetra, Gorgonia, Gonlia. Galaxius, by some, is called Galactetus, is a stone that closely resembles those next mentioned, but it is interspersed with veins of blood red or white. Galactetus is of the uniform color of milk. Other names given to it are Luaguaya, Luaguagraphitis, Luagraphitis, and Cynophitis. And when pounded in water, both in taste and color, it marvelously resembles milk. This stone promotes the secretion of the milk in nursing women, it is said, in addition to which, attached to the neck of infants, it produces saliva and it dissolves when put into the mouth. They say, too, that it deprives a person of their memory. It is in the river Nilus and Achelos that it is produced. Some persons give the name of Galactitis to a smaragdus surrounded with veins of white. Galea is a stone like Agirodamus, but of a somewhat more soiled appearance. These stones are found in twos and threes clustered together. The people of Medea send us glossinade, a stone like Oribus in color and sprinkled with flowers as it were. It is found at Arabella. This stone too, Aeonivis, it is said, a fact which it admits when shaken. The conception lasting for a period of three months. Glossopetra, which resembles a human tongue, is not engendered, it is said, in the earth but falls from the heavens during the moon's eclipse. It is considered highly necessary for the purposes of Selenomani. To render all this, however, still more incredible, we have the evident untruthfulness of one assertion made about it, that it has the property of silencing the winds. Gorgonia is nothing but a coral, which has been thus named from the circumstance that, though soft in the sea, it afterwards assumes the hardness of stone. It has the property of counteracting fascinations, it is said. Gonea, it is asserted, and with the same degree of untruthfulness, ensures vengeance upon our enemies. Chapter 60. Heliotropium Hephaestasis Hermilandion, Hexacontolithus, Hierocities, Hamitis, Hamonis Cornu, Hormision, Hyena, Hamititis. Heliotropion is found in Ethiopia, Africa, and Cyprus. It is of a leek green color, streaked with blood red veins. It has been thus named from the circumstance that, if placed in a vessel of water and exposed to the full light of the sun, it changes to a reflected color like that of blood, this being the case with the stone of Ethiopia more particularly. Out of the water, too, it reflects the figure of the sun like a mirror, and it discovers eclipses of that luminary by showing the moon passing over its disk. In the use of this stone also, we have a most glaring illustration of the impudent effrontery of the adepts in magic, for they say that, if it is combined with the plant heliotropium, and certain incantations are then repeated over it, it will render the person invisible who carries it about him. Hephaestus, also, though a radiant stone, partakes of the properties of a mirror in reflecting objects. 
The mode of testing it is to put it into boiling water, which should immediately become cold. If exposed to the rays of the sun, it should instantly cause dry fuel to ignite. Coricus is the place where it is found. Hermann Duane is so-called from the resemblance to the male organs which it presents on a ground that it is sometimes white, sometimes black, and sometimes of a pallid hue, with a circle surrounding it of a golden color. Hexacontolithus receives its name from the numerous variety of colors which, small as it is, it presents. It is found in Trogolidita. Hyracetus is entirely covered with mottled streaks resembling a kite's feathers, alternately with black. Hemitis is similar in appearance to the spawn of fish. There is also one variety of it which has all the appearance of being composed of nitre, except that it is remarkably hard. Hemonis cornu is reckoned among the most sacred gems of Ethiopia. It is of a golden color, like a ram's horn in shape, and ensures prophetic dreams, it is said. Hermesian is one of the most pleasing stones to the sight. It is of a fiery color and emits rays like gold tipped at the extremity with a whitish light. Hyena is derived from the eyes of the hyena, it is said, the animal being hunted to obtain it. Placed beneath the tongue, if we believe the story, it will enable a person to prophesy the future. Hematitis, of the very finest quality, comes from Ethiopia, but it is found in Arabia and Africa as well. It is a stone of a blood-red color, and we must not omit to mention the assurance given by the magicians that the possession of it reveals treacherous designs on the part of the barbarians. Zacalius of Babylon, in the books which he dedicated to King Mithridates, attributing the destinies of man to certain properties innate in precious stones, is not content with vaunting the merits of this stone as curative of diseases of the eyes and liver, but recommends it also as ensuring success to petitions addressed to kings. He also makes it play its part in lawsuits and judgments and even goes so far to say that it is highly beneficial to be rubbed with on the field of battle. There is another stone of the same class called Menu by the people of India and Xanthos by the Greeks. It is of a whitish tawny color. Chapter 61 Idae, Dactyli, Ecterius, Jovis Gemma, Indica, Ion the stones called Idea Dactyli and found in Crete are of an iron color and resemble the human thumb in shape. The color of the Ieterius resembles that of livid skin, and hence it is that it has been thought so excellent a remedy for jaundice. There is also another stone of this name of a still more livid color, while a third has all the appearance of a leaf. This last is broader than the others almost imponderous and streaked with livid veins. A fourth kind again is of the same color but blacker and marked all over with livid veins. Jovis Gemma is a white stone, very light and soft. Another name given to it is Drosolithos. Indica retains the name of the country that produces it. It is a stone of a reddish color and yields a purple liquid when rubbed. There is another stone, also of this name, white, and of dusty appearance. Ion is an Indian stone, of a violet tint. 
It is but rarely, however, that it is found of a deep, full color. Chapter 62 Lepidotus Lesbius Leucophthalmos Leucoposilos Libanochus Limoniatus Laparia Lysimachos Leucochrisos Lepidotus is a stone of various colors and resembles the scales of fish in appearance. Lesbius, so-called from Lesbos, which produces it, is a stone found in India as well. Leucophthalmos, which in other respects is of a reddish hue, presents all the appearance of an eye in white and black. Leucophthalmos is white, variegated with drops of vermilion of a golden hue. Libanachris strongly resembles frankincense and yields a liquid like honey. Limoniatus would appear to be the same as Smaragdus, and all that we find said about Liparia is that employed in the form of a fumigation, it allures all kinds of wild beasts. Lysimachos resembles Rhodian marble with veins of gold. In polishing it, it is reduced very considerably in size in order to remove all defects. Lucochrisos is a kind of chrysothelos interspersed with white. End of section 38.